Thank you, please. Yes. It's not a presumptuous fungus. It's like a vampire. It has to be invited in. <laughs> but garlic makes it stronger. But only if you leave it out for a really long time. <laughs> and then it becomes black garlic, and it's delicious, apparently. Wait, is that a real thing? Like fungus-infected garlic? Uh, no, just fermented garlic. Oh, really? Black, the, uh, black garlic, yep. Uh, but what's really interesting about the... They're testing new antibiotics and everything, because they're curious. They say by 2050... We could be in a place where cancer kills less than bacteria does. Man, which, yeah, it is pretty scary. Um, but this was unrelated, and I read it several years ago, that they got like a, a book from the 1400s about treating sickness, uh-huh. and there was a recipe. And they say it I heard kills, about this on a podcast. It kills superbugs. It's like garlic and onions and some other herbs. Well, because it doesn't attack it like a... Uh it probably doesn't. Like a uh, an antibiotic, it attacks it just in a different way. Well, it comes at it all squirrely, well, like a crazy man. You can't say like because an- antibiotics attack them in different ways. Like some attack the cellular walls, some attack them genetic, like DNA wise, and so th- there's different oh. there's different types of antibodies. Antibiotics, <laughs> <laughs> antibiotics are like tactical nuclear strikes against you know infections. Whereas this like garlic sauce, it's like sending in this assassins. Cane, this cane the sauce sun. is like uh, your redneck cousin and his friends. Like this cane sauce. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I knew that would save me one day. That's why I bathe in it <laughs> daily. I'm just curious if that like could be a viable option, or if that would eventually create a superbug as well. It it depends because some things they can't become resistant to. Hmm. You know, if it depending on what it does. We could, we could definitely talk about this in the podcast because I think this obviously has potential. This superbug thing, but also this has the same problem with rat poison. Uh huh. Rat poison always has to be on the cutting edge. Yeah. Because, wait, did we talk about this? No, I don't know. Me and you have talked about this because it has to do with the like the monkeys using tools all over the world at once. So yeah, rat makes sense. Oh. You have to make a better poison. So they've. Because so they've allied with poison, the rats. If you poison <laughs> rats in America with a specific poison, at the same time, the ones in China who have never been introduced to it will start becoming immune to that poison. Man, there's some like weird psychic Crazy. network. Welcome to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. I'm your host, Josh, with the other hosts. Seth. Chase. Nate. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about superbugs, black hole pictures, space, and everything in between. Let's get going. There it is. Turn it up. Our theme song rules. I'm just going to say that. Honestly, listeners, if you like it, let us know. We won't change it if you don't, but um, <laughs> we would just like to know. That Everybody you like here it too. thinks that's the best. Spide kicks, ear conflict on Main Street. That's what it's called for those of you. I haven't given them. I haven't done a shout out for that in a while. So that's what it is. Spide kicks, ear conflict on Main Street. What a weird name. Yeah, it's like sidekicks but with spiders. On Main Street. On Main. <laughs> well, the the band's not called on Main Street. The band's Spide Kicks. But at this location, it's Main Street. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So. Apparently, they are going to come out with the picture of the first black hole, or I should say the image yeah, of the first black hole. technically not a picture, but it's like a radio telescope version like, of a picture. But neither are nebula. 
Yeah, nebulas no, aren't really pictures. They're, they're just rendered in a. Adjusted and... Yeah, I mean, because they're looking at wavelengths that are invisible to the human eye, so they just put them in the visible spectrum, and it essentially serves its purpose. See, I'm yeah. I'm of the mind that it's not even going to be like that. It's not even going to be similar to the pictures we see of nebulas. Probably it's, not. It's going to be just a grainy black and white photo of like two dots next to each other. No, I don't think so. And they're going to be like, this is what this should is. should be on one giant dot. I mean, but, or like oh, a dot with a ring around it. No, yeah, no, I think it's going to be... A, it's not going to be anything that anybody who doesn't understand... That's honestly know, what I put in my head, are. so I'm not disappointed. I mean, you're definitely going to see... Like, it's a radio telescope, so it's not like it has to be small. Like, they can do like a big... They like, said this is 26,000 oh. light years well, away. Well, no, I mean, I don't mean small as in like... I don't know. It's going to be zoomed in, but I mean, it's going to be... It's gonna be it's a gonna be a black whole lot circle with a ring around it. Is what it's gonna be. It's not gonna. That's... It's gonna be all grainy and pixely. What if it's exactly like the artist representation? Wouldn't that be crazy? That would, that would be, be awesome. rad, man. <laughs> oh, right. Maybe I've heard people say that the original artists, like like thousands of years ago, people who were very artistic, they thought that they were more spiritual than other people. As in, they had like a closer direct link that was incommunicable in language. And had to be expressed through other means. So hmm. maybe the artist... When did they believe that? Oh, like, Nathan's still muted. Like thousands of years Say ago. Say that again, Nate. When did they believe that? Thousands <laughs> of years ago. And also, there, there's a few people <laughs> that, that believe that still today. But uh, maybe there's something to that. Maybe the artist got it right. They're just like, I feel Artists like have always carried themselves like there was something special. I was about to say, that seems like something an artist said about other artists. Probably. Other artists were like, yeah. It's like Close Encounters I of the Third Kind. I'm in tune with the universe. They're totally more in tune than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I'm special. Yeah. Yeah. That's my artist voice. That's your normal voice. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't always sound like this. You sound like you're announcing on NPR. Coming up yeah. next. We're going to yeah. talk about coming up next on the splendid table. <laughs> the auto ejaculator from China. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Listeners, that's something we talked about before the podcast. Hey, how do you think the auto ejaculator will affect your like social credit score? If you like <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's no shame if you didn't do it yourself. So super good. Oh, is that the I either have to delete this or you have to explain. Okay, so <laughs> Like this is oh, this going, is a we're going all in on a this. true story. Oh, I'm just gonna delete this. Don't even worry about it. I'm, let's not because I'll just delete that. <laughs> okay, just what? leave it. Why? In. All right, fine. Go, just go. It's a really good topic. So it's it's a true <laughs> it's story. It's a really good topic. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a funny topic. I mean, it's interesting if nothing else. Sure, go ahead, Chase. We were interested. We talked about it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, okay. These people in China are trying to get sperm samples, but apparently they're very uh, leery of um, gaining the sample in a medical Tra- setting. Traditional manner? In the, yes, in the very old school manner that's been used for thousands of years, as far as I'm aware. Oh, boy. Um, so they decided to go 22nd century and create a... Uh, an, an, uh, it's a robot. It's, it's, it's a machine. A, it's a robot that gathers the sample... Um, automatically. And users, you can use that's your imagination. Really, that's a really elegant fill, way of to putting fill it. in the blanks on this particular. It uh, it's it's pretty crazy. You can uh, you you should uh, YouTube that. Um, there's not going to be like obviously YouTube doesn't do crazy videos. It's just a picture of nobody using it. it so it's just like thank in, God in, in like a. But it's like operating. It's doing. Room. It's like doing its thing, but like nobody's in it. No, oh, the hand gestures. Like I wish. I wish they could see the hand gestures. Uh, <laughs> do, do you, wish, you were going to cut this a minute ago, and now you wish they could see the. If hand If we're going to talk about this, I want to go all in on it. All right. So, 
All right, man. Forget the black think, hole. Let's go to. No, no. Don't I even. think pretty soon they're going to be like in homes. Oh, like, no. They, okay, so apparently they cost about 13 grand. Maybe and not. I guarantee you that the is cheap enough that many people are going to buy them in the U.S. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like it's going to be in the average household by any means, but trust me, there's going to be eccentric I mean, guys. It's just in the corner of the room like a gumball machine. Don't put quarters in it. Oh God, it's a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> like the like it's the gonna be like a oh no like the horse ride outside of stores like how they used to always have like the mechanical horse or the rocket ship. Oh God. But now you have a uh, a sample collector. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. oh man, I can't remember exactly what it was, but that reminded me of another story. It was something like they were having problems, and there's like these private booths that you can use for similar purposes. I wish I could remember more, but I think I probably tried to block it out of my brain. But it was somewhere in Europe that you know, weird like. Okay, you know probably how in Amsterdam Europe, or something in Europe they have like urinal problems. I didn't know that. So, okay, people are just peeing on the streets everywhere. Well, it's because you have to pay to use the bathroom. So so they've been making public toilets that, like, some of them actually, like, pop right out of the ground. It's pretty weird and cool at the same time. But, so, in some other places, they were having, like, these these porn booths, private porn booths that you could, like, use for, like, I don't know, like, for whatever. For what you think you'd use one of those for. I don't know. Boating? What else you'd use it for? Yeah, Research? Yes. Research, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's Anyways. weird. Yeah, and then a similar story, like this guy had planned. So wait, why did that? How is that connected? It's just a similar situation that people were peeing on the streets, and then people were probably doing indecent things. Yes, out in the open where everybody could see. Yes, exactly. Because there are no urinals. No, because there were no, no private they're, places. They're, they're to, linked in that in in just the fact that they're because making, you have to pay to go to the bathroom. So people. Were no, just, no, no. Okay, so they, there's a problem of people doing these things in public where they should have been doing them in private, like peeing and. And doing other things. So they're only connected in that regard. Like, yes. people were peeing in the streets because you had to pay to use the bathroom. And then people were doing stuff, other stuff in the streets just because people are weird. So now gov- it's, okay. it's gotten to a point where it's so bad that governments are providing alternatives. Ah, okay. I see similar to gotcha. uh, San Francisco with, like, poop everywhere. Like, they had, like, credit government. There's a there's an app that you can download that'll show you where the poop is in San Francisco. Like, if you see human poop in the street, then you can report it in the app so that, <laughs> I guess, they, other people can avoid that's it. That's a real thing? Yes. Yeah. They, they've passed legislation really to bad. create a, a government group to clean up the poop. Human Is poop. it from homeless people? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, the homeless population is like the population of Oklahoma. In San Francisco. It's like, it's stupid large. Jeez. Yeah. So, California is not the place to be. So, I found this Fires sound. and human feces on fire. Oh, my gosh. It's just... I wanted to use this sound a minute ago when we were talking about the gumball machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's repeating. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> money maker. Somebody's getting their money's worth. I mean. When it collects the sample, that's the sound it makes. <laughs> oh, no. ching but you know, honestly, those machines probably will be in like strip clubs. I'm I'm betting. In the I don't, I, no, I, don't think I so. mean, there's got to be cleanliness issues. Oh, I'm sure there will. Because I mean, clearly, this is done in a so met, either in a, talk like stay where you're going to stay with your microphone. I feel like if you're I the mean, kind of person that would use one of those in public, you're also the kind of person that wouldn't worry too much about cleanliness. But no, issues. but the thing is, it's in. <laughs> a, it, I guess as it stands now, it's in a medical environment. Right. So it's it's strictly maintained and clean. Yeah. 
Well, America is going to be. It would be the one to. I mean, to I, make it weird. I've never been to a strip club, but I'm not just going to say they're probably not the cleanest of places. Probably. I think not. it depends on the strip club, right? I'm, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But yeah, they're called gentlemen's clubs, Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Gentlemen go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we were going to talk about black holes. We we went, we went off, to a black hole. We went off the we went rails. To a black here. hole of just strangeness. Wouldn't be the first time. Nope. We had to I had to get that off my chest. I just couldn't not tell no, everybody about that topic. That's funny. So <laughs> no good good. I mean it's <laughs> it's, it's interesting. <laughs> See the Chinese right now are kicking our butts. Like, <laughs> in, ter- <laughs> in terms of like innovation and. The Chinese are shaping the future right now. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah. What are you, what are okay. you asking me? No, I, I, I didn't know if you were... I thought you had refused to drink that, but no, that was I'm Nathan. definitely drinking it. Yeah, that was Nathan. It's, Anyways. It's delicious. Did you say that the Chinese are what? Kicking our butts in terms of like innovation right now. Shaping <laughs> I like the how we talk about like a sex gumball machine, and you're like, <laughs> they're years ahead of us. <laughs> Light years. Well, they got... I mean, and then social credit. Social credit oh is not gosh. a good thing. Yeah. No. I agree. But I don't think so either. There, there was a very interesting... Um, comparison between dictatorial communities as opposed to free communities and they said that the things that we see in history are mostly the dictatorial communities they are the ones that gather the resources of the masses and create monuments that last but those are also the communities that don't increase the uh, average standard of living for hardly anyone because it's only a select few that get to do these massive projects. And they, they've talked about these other communities where there's a few writings about that they uh, know about where they were very free societies and people had great standards of living, but they didn't have you know these massive monuments to their civilization because they didn't waste their money on that. They, they put it towards the average Joe. They didn't waste their time and their resources on something like that. They just used it for practical purposes. Right. Right, and so I thought that was very interesting thought or uh, interesting analysis on that, and I think that there could be some truth to that. That would make sense. That makes sense. So do we still want to talk about the black hole? Since yeah, it's, we it's never coming really... out tomorrow. So today, listeners, while we record this, it is the 9th of April, so the image is going to be revealed tomorrow on the 10th uh, for us. So by the time this Supposedly, is Supposedly, I mean. So it'll be old news by then, but still. It's pretty cool. If you haven't, listeners, if you haven't looked at it yet, go check it out. They had to use the interwebs to connect all these different telescopes from around the world to create like one giant telescope that they compared to the the whole Earth being an eyeball staring into the center of the galaxy at the supermassive it's, black hole. It's pretty cool, that that the, cool. the scale yeah. of this undertaking. They right. So many different groups, so many different telescopes all working together. It's pretty cool. No doubt. Kind of, it's just really mind-boggling. Like, I feel like this could potentially be like the uh, the first realization of the electromagnetic spectrum. This is our first imagery of a black hole. This could be a new um, understanding of science itself. I mean, it may not be. It may turn out to be like, oh yeah. I mean, we pretty much had it figured out. Or it could change everything. So why is it coming out today? Like, it just took that long for the image to render, or what? I don't know why it's coming out yeah. tomorrow. Because wasn't there a gap in time, like between like when they actually took the picture and like when they're releasing it? Yeah, I mean like they. But well, they've been apparently every night they've been looking at it. And okay, okay, so let's compare it to 
Remember when the Hubble telescope looked at deep space? Yeah, and it was like over several months, was, right? Yeah, it was like months of, of just gathering. Like taking the same picture over mm, and over again. Right. Same area. So I, I feel like this is probably a similar situation because mm. they said that each day they were gathering like a petabyte of data. Whew, that's crazy. And they said that the limitation was uh, memory technology, and it wasn't possible until recently the amount of data that they needed. They had to wait for... Um, computer memory to catch up or and I guess not catch up just to finally get to the point where they could take the amount of data that they needed. Sure. Chase, get up on your mic a little bit more, man. I'm like, I'm like right or on just it, face man. it towards you then. Cause it's like, there you go. Is that, is that better? Oh man, that's the world's better. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. You just like slowly drifted, like oh, turn to the left to where you weren't quite it was slightly pointed. It. I guess yeah. I'll make sure it's perpendicular. Um, yeah. it's Sagittarius a, right? That's what we're, that's what we're taking. Yeah. It's because it's, it's the, the Sagittarius something. M87. Whoa, what? I thought it was the Gal- Galaxy core. M87. There are two. There's the Milky, the center of the Milky Way galaxy. That's and Sagittarius then, A. And then the Galaxy M87. Oh, they're doing two different two images? Different imi- two different images. I didn't know that. I thought it was just Sagittarius. Yeah, I th- it was Sagittarius A or B. I can't remember. Well, A is the mass at the center of the Milky Way that's putting out all the radio signals. And then B is something else. Right. Okay. Well, shoot. I, I mean, I, I, I have know. no idea. It's been a while <laughs> since I looked into what like Sagittarius A and B. Eh. Eh. Where's that? Oh. Oh well. I'll find it later. Actually, I won't find it at all. When I say that, I mean I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> I'll look it up later, and by that <laughs> I mean I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, but listeners, I don't know if we said this before the podcast or if we've already said it. And I'm just repeating ourselves, but it's not actually going to be a real image. It's a composition of radio imaging right yeah i think i think we said that do we say that okay cool yeah i just don't want like people to listen back and be like it wasn't a picture what are you talking about and they might edit it to look more like a like a picture but oh yeah is it- sagittarius a the supermassive black hole at the center of our milky way galaxy Boom! and m87 which is thought to be in the center of a nearby galaxy called virgo oh virgo's okay. extremely friendly do you have you guys have any idea how far away virgo is no no Okay, because obviously that's going to be a lot harder to see because it's a lot farther away. It's not even the closest galaxy to okay, us. Okay, Google, no. how far away is Virgo? Galaxy. According to Earthski, that in itself is pretty amazing, given that the Virgo cluster of galaxies lies some 65 million light years distant. Yeah. Perhaps the most famous galaxy residing within Virgo's borders is the Sombrero Galaxy. Yeah, that's stupid far away. Any galaxy so, so is So it's a galaxy cluster. 65 million. Well, yeah, so so to get to this cluster, 65 million light years. Yeah. Um, as opposed to 26,000 to the center of our it's galaxy. Pretty far. Pretty far. Yeah. So probably get a better image of the Sagittarius A. But well, it I makes mean, sense they're getting multiple data points. Sure. Why not? I mean, if it's a radio frequency, wouldn't it wouldn't you get a better picture of whichever <laughs> one is putting off the most like signal? Um, I mean, it has to do with the signal to noise ratio. So the signal, yeah, there would be background noise too, wouldn't there? There's background noise plus just the distance is going to decrease your signal, and I mean we're talking about on a cubed basis. So the further you get out, you cube the error rate. So the further you get out, the error rate gets uncontrollable. So definitely the closer is going to be way better. Guarantee it. I don't care if it's if it's a million times or a billion times more radioactive. Uh, the the one in our galaxy is going to be a lot easier to study, unless there's something in the way. That's the only. And this one issue. might have been the, the clearest shot that we have. Right, right. It, it might be, yeah. Because that's why I was wondering, like, why not the Andromeda Galaxy, which is only twenty, approximately twenty million light it years might away? Be, it might be too much noise in the way. 
Yeah, or, also, or it could be like the rotation, or I'm sorry, the uh, orientation of the galaxy from where we're pointing at. So we could be going through like the entirety of it. Instead, one might be rotated where we're looking straight into the heart instead of like through true. all the rings and everything. Yeah, and I mean, this is a this is probably a dumb question, but do we know that there's a black hole at the center of every spiral galaxy? No, I mean, right now we just that's a theory. Like we yeah. have, we're not 100 percent certain about any of that. But the math that we have now currently backs up that right. hypothesis. Right. That's yep. so crazy. And uh, this reminded me of Stephen Hawking's Hawking's retirement when he said uh, everything I said about black holes. He kind of Levar Burton. He said, "Don't take my word for it." So I was like, dun, dun, dun. yeah, he like backpedaled on everything. He's like, yeah, you know, but I think so, but maybe not. So it was very kind of confusing when, when he went to retirement and said that. Huh. I don't know if it was meant to be like a challenge for the rest of the community since he was like the leading guy. Uh, maybe it was a joke and nobody knew it because he was like, don't take my word for it. He tried to hit a button that would make the reading rainbow noise, but it wasn't working. <laughs> so people were like, oh, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. So like to like we've never had any images before. Like technically, I mean until recently, like we had no evidence for gravity other than things fall. Yeah, gravitational so, I mean, waves kind of proved that. Uh I mean that's still like not like absolute proof, but we think that they think that those were gravitational waves. So we don't know what else they are. We pretty much. The universe is crazy, man. It is crazy. It's so exciting. We live in an interesting time. You wonder if everybody said that? You think everybody has always been like, we live in interesting times. Probably. Yeah, but they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the nature of humanity is to question, explore, and go further. So And gopher. And gophers. So, I mean, I don't know. It probably sucked in the dark ages where they were like, ugh. Well, the we, plague definitely was awful. I would say that that was a bad time. Plague was awful. Spanish flu, bad Spanish time. Spanish flu, that was World War One. That was 100 years ago. The food was bad. More people died from the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. Than in World War One. I. I mean, that's something. That's that's the unsung times. Uh, yeah, Spanish flu is bonkers, man. Viruses in general are bonkers. Speaking of viruses, hey, let's go to the next yeah, topic. Segue. Uh, we <laughs> have never had a successful segue before. Go us. <laughs> um, that's not true. We probably have had a couple. So but. back to the Chinese machine. Dang it. No. Um, so what? And viruses. One of the topics we want to talk about tonight, yeah. listeners, was um, there is Super a. Bad. Superbug that's been quietly making its way across the globe for the last like what five years? I can't remember what the article said. It's been for a minute. It's been it's been long enough to where someone should have raised an alarm by now. Um, and it is a fungus, which is really unusual because funguses don't typically uh, thrive in the human body because the human body is typically too warm for them to be able to function uh, at any at any rate that would do harm like i mean obviously you can have like foot funguses or whatever if that, well that's why they're at the surface yeah but this is like an actual illness like we're at that stage right. in plague inc where uh the news is like every now and then like you get a little blip about it and then that's it and then yeah. madagascar closes its borders madagascar <laughs> closes its borders because someone sneezed in peru and then uh yeah and then everybody, and then everybody dies and madagascar repopulates the earth with lemurs and that's how it goes so that was a really niche joke for those of you playing. It's good. Yeah. Players. I bought that game for a dollar and it was well worth a dollar. But now it's like $10, I think. But maybe you can find it for cheaper. It got super popular. Oh, okay. And there's a bunch of expansions for it. My dad beat every possible scenario. Holy cow. Yeah. He's really good at it. He's good at killing all humanity. 
Huh. Uh-huh. I could see that. Like they added like alien superbugs and nano particles hmm. and all sorts of cool stuff. It's always hardest to win though with a fungus. Like that's the hard one. Yeah, because it fungus just doesn't isn't spread. Parasites. It doesn't spread. Because parasites are like too easy to detect. And also if it's too lethal, everybody finds out about it too soon. Yep. So you got to let it spread and then die. You got to let the whole thing like infect everybody globally. Right. But it's like, ah, it's fine. And then yeah. boom, switch it. You got to patience. You got to play the long game. So Nathan, you said you saw a clip on the news. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I was talking about. I was sitting there reading my phone at the time, and then Jake Tapper was like, yeah, there's a thing going around, and it's going to kill people, and then like they just <laughs> skip to the next subject. I was like, oh. And they're like, he was like, hospitals are inventing, they're like coming up with like new like cleaning methods and stuff like that to clean like floors and hallways and stuff, because it's like so bad and spreading and whatnot. Wow. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's been spreading through hospitals. And he uh-huh. talked about it literally as long as I did just now. And then they like moved on to the next subject. I'm not kidding you. I was like, what? <laughs> and then like they spent the rest of the time talking about... Stupid stuff like that squirrel can water ski. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, the best one. Not that <laughs> bad. The, I mean, bacteria are also becoming super, and I think that's more of a well-known thing that we've kind of been warned about for a few years now. But it's coming to uh, maybe the the first. What was that called in literature? The the first uh, act. No, not the first act, but like the first conflict. There we go. Mm. The first conflict where things are starting to get a little bit real. And they said it could uh, climax by 2050, where people, uh, cancer is not as bad as bacterial diseases, which is insane to think about. Because nowadays it's like, all right, I'm just going to go take some antibiotics and I'll be fine in a couple of days. But by right. then they're saying like all these things could be, they're, they're sharing immunities somehow, like with each other. Like they know that these other bugs are immune to this. So they're somehow uh, f- adapting. Why not? Well. I mean, it's like with the rats, right? Well, right, and yeah, that's something we brought up that uh, is part of Rupert Sheldrake's, uh, I always forget what he calls it, morphic resonance. That's what he calls it, yeah. Where, okay, so so there was the problem, we, we talked about the monkeys getting tools at the same time around the world, like with obviously no interaction, they can't cross seas. So these monkeys were able to figure this out all at the same time. Similarly, we discovered calculus at the same time in two different countries. As far as we know, they didn't have contact. But rats apparently have, uh, we we have the same issue with rat poisons where they will just somehow become immune to the same poison, though they're oceans away and that poison hasn't reached them yet. So somehow everything knows about everything at the same time. Kind of like how light automatically calculates the fastest route to any destination it never travels in a straight line whatever the fastest route is is how it gets here so again who's who's calculating that how does it know what is all this crap makes no sense science (laughs) science you suck you have failed us all so the uh the germ in question isn't really a germ technically it's a fungus like we said a minute ago uh it's called i'm gonna butcher this dude that was my background for a while candida auroris auroris auris that's a good background um, Candida auris. Uh, it preys on people with weakened immune systems, and essentially it lays dormant until your immune system becomes so compromised that it can just run rampant through your system and kill you. 
Does it control your brain like that ant thing? I don't think Wasps. so. Okay, that's good. No evidence of that so far. Because I just watched I Am Legend. I didn't want to like start. Oh, man. That's you ever played The Last of Us? I have a love-hate no. relationship that's, with I Am Legend. That's what it's about. It's about a fungus that gets in people's brains? Yeah. It's huh. like it's a... Never played it. A uh, evolved or, or changed version of the one that gets in ants. Huh. Okay, right. And it yeah. basically makes them into walking zombie-type things. Zombie-drone. Cordyceps? Their goal is Isn't that what that is? Cordyceps? Oh, no. Yeah, it's just their goal to infect other people. Huh. It's creepy. Um, I was reading on the comments for the article, and one of them was from a nurse who works in a hospital that treats people um, like for this, this current illness. Like She's seen it a bunch so far. And she said that it's actually pretty treatable if you can clean out the infection area. The problem is that hospitals don't have, according to her, she said they don't, clean for funguses as well as they should. They clean for like bacteria right. and viruses. Right. Um, and they have like a UV lamp that they'll put in a room to like kill all the bacteria in there. Enclave and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll have someone come in and do like disinfectant for the viruses and kill like, you know, things like that. But they don't like, they don't do anything to kill spores typically. Um, and so yeah. this, you might have a 30 minute period between one patient checking out and one patient checking in where someone goes in, turns on the UV light and wipes everything down, cleans things, changes the sheets. But like there might be spores in the bed, the ceiling tiles, things like that. And, and we so know these things can travel through freaking space. So that is not enough spores. Yeah. Spores can travel through space. Uh, that is not enough to kill everything. Just a little bit of UV rays. So it's, I mean, it makes sense why it would spread so easily because we're not, we're not doing our part to clean it up. Yeah, fungus just isn't like really an issue like humanitarian wise. Like there huh. are people who obviously get some type of fungus, but that's like very rare. And since it's very rare, it gets undiagnosed quite a bit or misdiagnosed. I and mean, how many deaths a year do you think are attributed to like fungus? I have no. See, that's the thing. I have no idea. Not that many. I know Brittany Murphy and her boyfriend died of black mold, or like not black mold, a certain type of mold. And then Ed McMahon and his wife died of black mold. And, like, that's the only two I can think of that are famous, like, sources. I don't know. Oh, uh, other... And really, they just got sick because of the mold and died. Uh, it wasn't because, like... the Worldwide, they kill 1.3 million people a year. That's not that many. Worldwide? Yeah, worldwide, yeah. That, that's not... Almost as lot. many as tuberculosis. Out of near, like, 7.5 billion, that's not... But one of those is uh, the fungal form of meningitis. Uh, I don't really know exactly what the difference is. Um, but I thought meningitis was like a specific thing, but apparently it's like, I guess it's just a specific inflammation of the spine or something like that. Yeah. It's just a spinal, like anything that causes mm-hmm. the spine to, uh, cause, um, inflammation. Yeah. You said it. I'm just repeating, <laughs> I'm just repeating you. I'm confirming what you said. So it's a really uh, good point, Josh. Thanks man. I few, thought really hard on that one. A few years back or probably more than a few now, probably like uh, five, five to 10 years back, there was a outbreak of fungal meningitis, um, being spread by uh, spinal tap syringes. And uh, I just so happened to later work at the lab that confirmed the, um, whatever, that, that those syringes were, what's the word I'm looking for? They were... Tainted? Contaminated? Tainted, contaminated, that's the word I was looking for. Contaminated with this fungus. Uh, so, uh, and so I was asking them stories like, what what was the coolest thing that you guys have done here at this lab? And they're like, oh, yeah, remember that outbreak and people dying? Yeah, we figured out what the problem was. I was like, that's cool. Could you jump faster? <laughs> but anyways. 
I think another problem that I have with this whole thing is like I've seen like the article I read and then um, the news like the the one thing I saw on the news about it which was not the same thing you saw I saw it on um, it was like uh, MSN news which I don't know why I was on MSN because I don't read MSN but um, basically like everybody's homepage back in AOL days yeah right um, I had to go there for work for some I'm pretty sure it's my dad's homepage still still wow does he still use AOL no yeah I read a thing the other day that was saying at one point fifty percent over fifty percent of all CDs produced were had AOL like standby. Holy cow! That makes sense because aren't they aren't they labeled under Time Warner now? I have no idea. Man. Aren't they? Uh, aren't they the AOL and Warner? What's the giant I thing? That's Warner, isn't it? The cable company. Bro, I have no idea. Okay, the I, giant I is uh, isn't that Comcast? No. Time Warner? I don't know. So, I think, anyways, go ahead. Going back to this, my biggest problem is that everybody keeps calling it a super bug, and it's not a bug, it's a fungus. Saying, right. saying bug leads you down a whole different area to where people think, like, oh, I need to just wash my hands, cover my mouth on a cough, stuff like that, which you should do anyway, but it's not the same thing. You know I, mean, I mean, if they called it a super shroom, people would just think it was a power up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give me some. Or that they could just, like, talk to God or something. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like it doesn't it doesn't give the full picture. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, because fungus has its own kingdom. Like I've always been fascinated as a kid. Like I was like, but what is a mushroom? And like it always blew my mind until obviously get a little bit further into school and they're like it's its own kingdom. And I didn't really under- understand what that was at the time. But now I have a slightly better idea. It's like it's just its own damn thing. Like it's weird. It's not. It's almost like, like an anything alien else. It's, its own it's thing. It's not quite yeah. a, a an animal. It's not quite a plant. Yeah, they're like as smart as humans. <laughs> well, it's like a virus. We don't even know if a virus is alive <laughs> or dead. We're like that's kind of you know weird in between thing. Oh, sorry, it was that. it was from uh, what's his name? Stamus, Stamus, Paul Stamus. Huh? Paul Stamus. That is name. How did that happen? Did I got all tangled up in my headphone cord? <laughs> it was like wrapped around my arm like three I times. Saw that. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did I do that? Less hand motions. Right. Mushrooms are crazy though. Like fungus in general is crazy. Yeah. Mycology. Like if I was gonna go back to school and like minor in something, I would just I don't know. If there was a way to minor in like mycology, that would be amazing. The, yeah, they're like maybe it's so strange to me because they almost are like an alien life form that we don't interact with that much. Like most people don't die from them. Most people don't even like to eat them. And mm, I love them. It's so almost tasty. Like, like with bacteria, we have all of these uh, symbiotic relationships with yeah. bacteria, with plants, with animals that help us. Uh, but with fungus, like They're I mean, I, we, we do have penicillin. There's a symbiotic relationship with that, I guess. Um, sure. But that started way late in science, uh, not not like you know way back in history. Yeah. Where now, like mushrooms, like more than likely, like. It's a safe bet that if you don't know what the mushroom is, it'll probably kill you or make you extremely sick. You're more likely to get really sick. Don't eat mushrooms, people. Like wild mushrooms, just don't do it because yeah. there are killer mushrooms. Unless you know exactly what you're doing. Like they say, like and mushrooms even is then, one of the things you don't use a book to identify. You take somebody who's experienced. Yeah, you take an experienced shroomer. Um, they say there are no old bold mushroom hunters. Yeah, <laughs> that's the quote that I've always yeah, heard. Yeah, I, I heard that. It's a pretty good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, most, most mushrooms won't kill you. The problem is the problem is that like the death cap came over from Europe because we started bringing trees from Europe. And so now there are death caps everywhere and not everywhere, but like in a lot of places, especially like the Pacific Northwest, um, where mushrooms just thrive. Right. And so temperate zones. Yeah. 
Um, anywhere where it's just kind of like wet and forest. Wet oh. and damp and cool. My anywhere where special mushrooms have popped really up again. Time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you got the, some, uh, uh, the northern wall of my house, uh, just last year, some special mushrooms popped up. And I was like... Is it cubeness? Is that what it is? Uh, it's the psilocybin. Psilocybin cubeness? Or psil- there's like six psilocybin. I don't remember. I'm not, I'm not that good. I, it was last year. But I saw them again. Anyways, I'm pretty sure they're the same thing. Gotcha. And I'm like, honest to God, like I've never seen them growing naturally before. And just really? on the north side of my house where the sun doesn't really shine and it stays a little bit damp, there's a lot of moss over there. So I guess mushrooms work well too. They popped up again. I found probably two or 300 um, wow. at, my, at my uncle's property, just hmm. walking around, growing out of cow patties. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. A little bit more stuff. At our parents' house, morels. Morels, yeah. Those aren't. Psychedelic. I though. know they are, but they're delicious. They are delicious, and they only grow like she hasn't had another crop of those in a while. No, I've never had a morel before. Really? But I understand they're, they're real nutty. <laughs> they make lots of jokes. They they do. That's terrible. Doesn't sound that great. Just have you not had a morel? No, I'm not a big fan of like. I really like Thai food, but not when they put peanut sauce on everything. I'm just like stop with the peanuts. Don't want it. Well, I mean, it doesn't taste like a nut. Necessarily, he said it was nutty. I mean, it's got that same kind nuts, of like. Not all nuts are peanuts, Chase. I don't a like nuts in general. They don't ha- taste like they don't have, like it. They have that similar pie. like earthy, almost woody, almost smoky taste to them. I'm just baffled by the fact that you don't like nuts. Uh, if you kill my brownies with nuts, I'll be pretty upset. <sighs> it's just crazy. Like a good I mean, chick- chicken you, salad you, with you, cashews mixed okay, in. Okay, no, uh, chicken salad delicious. doesn't doesn't need nuts or See? fruit. Uh, no, I, I don't do. want crunchy ice cream either. What the? I don't even like chocolate like chips in my ice cream because it's crunchy. I want smooth, creamy ice cream. It's called cream ice cream. Oh, I'm just just baffled right now. You guys, no, Mary makes a killer chicken salad. She'll get a rotisserie chicken or like she'll boil a chicken in a crock pot like in uh, like chicken stock and then she will like shred it up and mix in um, some celery like just chunks of celery I don't like crispy that's celery fine. And, Celery's fine. and cashews and it's amazing I just don't like nuts man <sighs> nuts and fruit See? nuts and fruit well no, no I he like likes nuts. nuts I don't like nuts and fruit in chicken salad in chicken salad I don't like <laughs> that's, very, that's a very niche thing I don't like fruit in chicken salad but like my, my, my chicken apples, salad apples and chicken salad is no dope. it's gotta be it's gotta be tangy and it's gotta be savory that's chicken salad. It's got to be tangy. Fruit is tangy. Fruit is sweet. Nuts are savory. They're fine, just not in chicken salad. I'm just okay. saying, like, we are very passionate about this subject. Every single one of us here is like, no, yes, no. I'm, I'm with Nathan on this. I'm just saying, like, it's it's what you described, Seth. The things you like are what is in a chicken salad. I just don't like fruit and nuts in it. Just saying. <sighs> I like pecan anyway. pie. Let's just stick to Does pecan anybody like pecan good. pie? Pecan yeah. pie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nah. I'm allergic. <laughs> I'm allergic. I'm allergic to pecans. Uh, There's you, always you're one. only mildly allergic, but I don't like the flavor of pecan pie. Yeah, enough you're allergic to, like, to grass, just, and that's just because everywhere. it makes your mouth itch. It makes my mouth. <laughs> I would hate to have my. That mouth sounds pretty itch. miserable. How do, you, how do you itch that? You don't. You just suffer for a couple you hours. You take a really stops. stiff toothbrush and just go to town. Ah. Oh man, like oh, it's the I mean, worst. I have that too, but I have to eat a lot more of them than you do. I eat like one, and my whole mouth is just like. Yeah, that's the sound of itch. Oh, is it? Is it? We took some pre-workout. What is that? That niacin. Niacin. No, it's not niacin. niacin? That's vitamin B. Oh, uh, I thought it was the niacin that made us itchy. It's the that jacked stuff that we used to take when we were working out all the time. No, it's not jacked. That doesn't make you tingly. No, it's no, no. Creatine doesn't make you tingly. I'm talking to Nathan right now. You guys are awful. 
Jax is what I took. It kind of made me feel tingly. The C4 is what I took. Oh, you're right, C4. We did take Jack, though. We took both. Yeah, we no, we did took we took Jack, but that didn't have the substance in it. Is the C4 that did? I don't know. I don't, I'm not really familiar with C4. I thought we took uh, we took it together. I mean, I, I've taken it. But I took both, and they both worked makes, really well. It makes you itch under there's your a, skin. There's a specific substance that's in it. Yes, and, and yeah. Anyways, there's this crap that makes you really itchy, and that's what I imagine because it's like under your skin. You can't get it. You just can't. No. Anyway, I don't like pecan pie because of that. It makes I, my mouth I understand. It I makes love, him itch under his skin. I love pecans, though. <laughs> That's what I crazy can't, people I don't ever itch eat them under their skin. Because of that, but I love them so much. Anyway, so mushrooms, taking it back, backtracking a little bit. Mushrooms, right. spores, virus, deadly. Not a virus. Not a virus. Evil fungus monster that's going to kill us all. A fungus among us, if, you, if I may. Is that from Plants vs. Zombies? There's not mushroom for them. Oh, know. man. I got I got a dodgeball oh, in my head. I was going to throw it at <laughs> Did you bring that with you? No, it was under the table. That so. was, That's a pretty cool everyday he always, carry. He always carries a dodgeball with him, <laughs> just in case. That pun was on point, Seth. Thank you. So, uh, if we don't want to keep going with this, there is a topic I learned about. We're finally documenting all these YouTube uh, spy plane photos. Uh, sure. What? Okay, so... Wait, from is this, the, is this he said YouTube, not YouTube. Oh, <laughs> I saw I your face. So I was like, "Is what you're saying?" Yeah, YouTube has been spying on us for a long time. I think. You I guys mean, I'm know not that. surprised yeah. if that were the case, but I was just <laughs> very confused. So the U2 spy plane of the Cold War era. Uh, apparently, there are like thousands of photos that have never been like got, properly gone through and documented, and uh, a lot of the stuff they're specifically talking about was in the Middle East and Syria, and uh, the. Levant area, so Levant. Iraq. It's it's hard to document them when the streets have no name. Well, the streets have no name. I'm sure they figured out. This is spy plane. They know. Anyways, no. I, I, it's a YouTube okay. joke. I got it. It's I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give you credit. All right, that's what I was going for. So they're finally going through these, and oh, they're good. finding lots of ancient civilizations or or evidence of ancient civilizations that we were previously unknown. So similar to how we're using lidar in Cambodia. Do you mean LADAR? LIDAR. LADAR. What are you saying? What is LIDAR? It's like radar, but... It's LADAR. Is it LADAR? It's LADAR. It's not LIDAR. I don't think... Anyways. It doesn't care. matter. Sorry. Semantics. I think you're talking about the same thing, regardless. I, I'm, we I'm, are talking I'm about sure the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, and so they're finding all these ancient temples that were previously undiscoverable without this technology. And now, uh, we're, these old photos are very important since they're not modern because a lot has changed since then and has been uh just covered over or okay let's take saddam hussein for example he drained lots of marshes and swamps to advance uh you know some housing projects or or whatever and so those are gone now so there's a lot of destruction that's happened that these places are no longer available to see in their original state so these old uh spy plane photos uh, are showing us things that they said could be up to 8,000 years old, from five to 8,000 years old. That's pretty cool. And I thought that was pretty cool. That does sound awesome. And, and at some, first when you started talking about that, I was like, eh, old pictures? Like, I don't... I right, right. So, much, so yeah, they're, they're actually able... They're they like good that. enough resolution. So, like, um, obviously, in the 60s and 70s, the technology wasn't as good as it is now. But for yeah. military use in the spy plane, they did have pretty decent technology. And... Uh, it was in atmosphere as opposed to satellite imagery, which we do have satellite imagery of these places, but this is a lot higher resolution. 
Well, yeah, you so, wouldn't have interference at all. Right, yeah, obviously it's a lot It's closer. also closer to the ground. Yes. Uh, so, there could be some new discoveries about civilization. And, and I thought it was important that it was five to 8,000 years ago because that is the cusp of what we know as modern civilization. The uh, Specifically, they talked about the Assyrians, which we know very little about despite it being like talked about constantly in the Bible. That was actually one of the empires that people didn't believe existed because there wasn't a lot of evidence yeah, for it. Yeah, because they were pre-Babylonian, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So they were, the, they were the ones right before Babylon uh, captured the Jews and everything. But, so, uh, there's a lot of evidence, I said, for the Assyrian Empire in this. And also, the if it's five to 8,000 years ago, that would be the Sumerian uh, people, like the original, as far as we know. The Sumers. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be... Uh, Interesting, too. We could learn a lot more about ourselves in the past and where we came from, what we used to do. That sounds cool. That's all I have to say about that. All right, break. <laughs> Podcast over. Done. Intermission time. <laughs> we've been going for about 45 minutes. We can keep going. Actually, yeah. We're at right at 45 minutes on the dot. That was great. Good job. Um, I don't know. I think that's a really cool thing. Side note, like tangentially to that point. Have you guys ever been to the Hebner Runestone? I know you have because yes. you went with me. Yes. Where's No. Wait, wait, is that the American, North American? The Viking runes that are here. Yeah, in Oklahoma. I've heard of them. I've heard but that, not, that might not, be BS. It might be. Really? I have not no. heard that. Oh. I've, I, heard, I've, I've heard multiple things. I think some people say it's popularly bogus. it's dismissed. Really? Because it's yeah. like a huge tourist site in Oklahoma. Oh, I'm sure it is. So? Just, I've never heard anybody I mean, say those. Car, not, don't those, get me wrong. Those okay. cars standing straight up and down in the <laughs> desert—that is not a natural formation. You may think it is, but it's not. Don't get me wrong. That's, Nobody yes, wants that to be real more than I me. saw it. It looked real to me. But, but it's like real yeah. runes, though. Like no, it is. I mean, I guess well, they, technically they have evidence could've... that the the runes don't line up chronologically. As in, this rune was used uh, 500 years before this rune was ever used. Uh, we talked about this in one of my archaeological classes in college really and the, the the best part about it was that this guy just went around talking about critically thinking about archaeological claims we didn't necessarily prove or disprove anything but he presented the evidence and we got to decide on no, no, i thought that was a lot of fun um but yeah this was one of the things we talked about north american vikings so huh i mean there is evidence that canada there's a lot of evidence yeah, that like in, canada, like in north america vikings. they did visit yes but not necessarily like well, get then, down to oklahoma yeah well then who faked it because it talks about like the route that they used to get in and it works oh. like they talk about coming in through well, it um, might. well like the northeast and then taking rivers to the mississippi then taking mississippi to the arkansas and then taking the arkansas maybe, to maybe the linguists are wrong i mean could i uh, i don't know i probably not i mean honestly, you could i mean yeah i don't know it sounds, it sounds like it'd be easy enough to like come up with a way. But the, for, let's just say there were know. a lot of hoaxes in the 1800s. Wanna... It was like a revolution of archaeology. We were like finally pinpointing the entirety of the world, and everybody wanted to get their hands in the money. So 1800s, like there were hoaxes galore in every realm of science. Essentially, yeah. have you guys ever read a brief history of everything? No, no, I'm sorry. You're talking about. Shoot, Hawkins? what's that book called? No, that's, that's, that's close. Bill Bryson. Is, is it a history of, of the world? What is it called? Bill Bryson, A Short History of Nearly Everything. Oh, okay. So have you guys ever read that? No. No. They talk... Oh, you should You should just, just read it. So it's it talks about how there was all these societies like established in, especially the UK, of like the Society of Geologists or the Society of Archaeologists. Mm. And they were just a bunch of guys who were rich with hobbies. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. That's how we got like a ton of the things that we use today, 
um, like the Smithsonian. <laughs> no classical stuff training, like that. just being rich. Yeah, yeah. Also, kind of. They stole a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, the London Museum has stolen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so they would just go out and like pay poor people to bring them dinosaur bones. Um, hmm. And a lot of times poor people would just like hodgepodge crap together and uh, like just give it to them and be like, here, this is the thing we found. And these old rich dudes would be like, excellent, I'll buy it. And then they'd show it off as if they were on Discovery. Yeah. That, I mean, obviously putting money into it is going to unfortunately incentivize falsity. Yeah, totally. it's it's the same as that uh, cobra thing we talked the about. The cobra thing we talked about the other day. Yeah. What the heck was the cobra thing? Where they were, I forget where it was. It was in India. It was somewhere oh, in India. Oh, they were oh, paying yeah. people to kill cobras, so people were farming cobras. Right, and, and bringing them in there. Okay, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what, uh, it just reminded me of um, Constantine's mother was tasked with going and finding every place Jesus walked in the Middle East, and so people would just like start making up locations. Like, this is where he did this and this. And, and this is where Jesus did his taxes. <laughs> I don't know why he turned into an old <laughs> Mexican, old Mexican woman. <laughs> hey, man, everybody was getting in on this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a long time ago. That's cool. Jesus. Oh, I, thought, yeah, I thought you said Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, gosh. Edit that out. Why? We're Mexican. Ah, this is true. <laughs> um, what else? What else we got topic-wise? I'm kind of burnt. I don't have anything else. Yeah, I don't. We calling it early? I read a thing where they were using fecal matter transplants to treat autism in people. Autism? Yeah, Yeah, there's a whole... I mean, me and Nathan were talking about this beforehand. There's a whole lot of evidence that autism symptoms, not autism itself. Like, it's not caused by gut bacteria or... So people that seem to be on the spectrum for some reason? Well, just just some of the symptoms of autism that that people on the spectrum have. A lot of the symptoms can be... Like At least there seems stuff. to be evidence. I'm not going to say that there's evidence of. Um, I mean, in his in the case that Nathan's talking about, there kind of was. But in what I'm about to say, there wasn't. There seems to be evidence linking bacteria, like types of bacteria that are found in the body, um, to relieving some of the symptoms that those people don't have that type of bacteria. Yeah. So you take, like, healthy people's fecal matter and put it in somebody that's got... Well, you tell me... The essential oils gut biome people are absolutely right. No. No, I'm saying... Essential oils people are wrong about almost everything. But there, <laughs> Except there's, for the gut biome, there, there, there is a link between the the gut flora and your physical condition. Yeah, yeah. And we, we know that. Like That's not something that... The, the essential oil people are right about that because they're just taking real science and saying that it's theirs. Like That doesn't make them right. <laughs> what if the rest of it is real science? Chinese herbalism is real. I mean, they invented and sex it bots. Exists. <laughs> They're years ahead of us. Chinese guys. herbalists invented sex bots. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, maybe I don't know. Just clean it out with sage smoke, and it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay. Speaking of shady Chinese things, um, there's. I was driving the other night, and there was a massage parlor open at like 11 p.m. or something like that. And I was Did like, you go? Mm. And like people coming in and out. No, I didn't go. And I was like, that's a hundred percent like a that's a prostitution ring right there. Like that's what that is. Could be. There's like so the OSBI guy that I was talking to, who I cannot find his contact information by the way. I want to get him on the show, but I don't. I don't remember his name, and I can't find his card. Mm. I'm gonna keep trying though. Um, but when he was talking to my group, he was saying that most, if you see a place that just says Chinese massage or just massage and doesn't have any other like markings or anything other than open. Um, he's like, there's a good chance that they're running some sort of Jeez. like sexual exploitation. 
um, whether it's a willing thing with like, you know, people that are like doing it, like that's right. just what they want to do. Um, or if it's, you know, something more si- insidious, not insidious, that's not right. Something more sinister. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, but he said that like, if you ever just see like Chinese massage or just massage, like be leery. Wait, is that the same thing with donuts or Chinese no. food? No, I think those are d- just donut places. Cause I always, I always think that the place that just says donuts are the best. Yeah. Like in my opinion, it's like yeah, let's go to that one. You know, they technically have there's a one na- of those on Western. It's super good. <laughs> they technically have to have a name, but they don't have to put it on the sign. Oh, I see. Yeah, because you can just advert. It's like an advertisement mm-hmm. of a regular product. Yeah, like but bread. to do their taxes, they have to have a name. I see. Because like yeah. this one right down here on Santa Fe that I go to every Sunday, um, is oh, it's so good. They're so good. It's just like this older, not older, but middle-aged Asian couple running it, and it's delicious. But I can't remember what the name of the, the place is, but their sign just says Donuts, but their boxes all have like their actual so name. Is that the one on um, 27th and Santa Fe? I, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. But they, the one I mean, on 119th and uh, Telephone. There used to be more, oh, places, that was good too. more places and more that just had Chinese food. I think some of them have gone, but then they've closed a lot of them too, because... I would go there and be like, this was the best thing ever. And then a few hours later, I'd just be, I wish I had a smartphone back then when you're sitting on the toilet for a few hours. But <laughs> um, How did we get on this topic? Because we, we, I brought up you, Chinese You were talking massage. about the OSBI guy, and then we were talking about donuts. But what were we talking about before that? Chi- fecal matter Chinese transplants. Fecal matter, fecal transplant. matter transplants. How do we do that? We get so far off topic. So okay. So the fecal matter. That's thing, what makes like, it work. That's also oh, because you said weight loss. No, I'm, said Chinese. I, and I mentioned the Chinese sex bots. He said Chinese herbalism is what did it. Is real. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And they're years ahead of us. They're years ahead of us. So, uh, a lot of Didn't people. Didn't please add that to the bingo sheet. All of this crazy fecal matter transplanting is is like going to be like the next breaking thing. For everything, like it's going to be the next cure all, the uh, well, the panacea. It's that and bone marrow transplants. Bone marrow, what's because that they've used bone marrow transplants. I know this, like for cancer. They've cured obviously. two people of AIDS. AIDS. What cured people of well, AIDS? Well, they've uh, apparently they've like because the first time it happened, they did a bone marrow transplant. What? Just because they were doing a bone marrow transplant to a guy who had AIDS. Yeah. And uh, I, they were treating something else. I think it was leukemia. And suddenly they're like. His AIDS are his AIDS is gone, and that's crazy. They, they've done it. They've repeated it at least once. I did and read that they cured two more AIDS people. Chase, your microphone, it. man. Yeah, you don't need to get that close. It's uh, <laughs> you it just was, like slowly backed away. It was bone marrow transplants, and then I forget what it was. There was another disease that they seemingly all these all say seemingly cured. They seemingly cured another person of a different disease by using a bone marrow transplant, huh. and I mean it makes sense. And it was like certain types of cancer. But, yeah, I mean, I've that, definitely heard about that's, bo- that's no. bone cancer. Yeah, and that like bone helps. and leukemia. Yeah. and that's crazy. Because, yeah, two I mean, men HIV free after bone marrow transplants. It's crazy. There you go. Or HIV. But I want to talk about fecal matter because that's gross. <clears throat> like, okay. Ew, poop, nasty. So, I mean, like all they're it doing is our duty. It's so weird that like a Get small. Out. Oh jeez, a small amount of. I'm going to find a sound effect to play when you make a pun. Hang somebody's on. gut biome is able to change somebody else's. Like, like they must be missing a certain bacteria altogether. Because, I mean, it shouldn't drastically change it that much. Like, you wouldn't think that, okay, you got like two pounds of doo-doo in your system right now. And so, like, this little sampling is going to do much to change your gut biome. But, uh, apparently, it does. And, I mean, they might 
feed things into that sample that boosts that certain type of bacteria. Maybe uh, pre- prebiotics or something. Yeah. yeah. They could be, they could be doing that or well, cultivating I think a sample. They talked about a couple of different in this thing that I was reading. They were they talked about like a couple of different treatments. And one, it wasn't it wasn't just like putting poop in somebody, but like you did like an antibi- antibacterial treatment, and then like you you did something to like get rid of their fecal matter, and so like you kind of clean the other person out basically, uh, and then put the fecal matter in them. So you're like so oh, it's like more of a reset. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. It's hard to talk about that without sounding stupid. <laughs> This is sci- this is cutting edge science. Okay? It really is. <laughs> is like, yeah. But can you make another pun, please? I can't just spout them off. Well, I can, but I. No, I <laughs> but can't. I choose not to. No, I can't. Oh, I gotta have a something going on. That remind me that we talked before about how people who use bad puns are likely in the early stages of Alzheimer's. Oh, great. <laughs> but oh, you wanted me. Okay, I see why okay. you wanted him to okay, make another pun. Is, that's why. From now on. Now on. Every time you make a pun. <laughs> so uh, that reminded me of a study where they have successfully conducted experiments of putting light, uh, lightly electrocuting you increases your brain function for both yeah, yeah, yeah. short-term and long-term They've memory. They've done that for a long time. I saw a thing that said, though, that they were doing it with like 70-year-olds and at, like on the electrostimulation therapy, they're like... Their like short term memory or whatever, like cognitive function or whatever, so they, was indistinguishable from that of like twenty year olds. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I read that too. So maybe it's the same place. I don't know, but like they they talking about like it could be a one of the treatments for Alzheimer's or or one yeah. of uh, many treatments for Alzheimer's, and they said that it's also effective for people our age. It increases your cognitive function as well, yeah. and that reminded me of freaking Tesla would always have a daily dose of electricity. He said it made him feel better and made him work better. Yeah, so he would maybe, run a low current through himself pe- every day, And, right? like, so many people made fun of him for that. Thought he was a quack, and people have said he's a quack. And I'm like, dude. And he probably was. He probably just got lucky. <laughs> well, maybe he just knew. He's like, I feel better, so I'm just going to keep doing it. Dude, how many people have you, do you think have shocked themselves more than Tesla? I feel like that like, dude has yeah. probably accidentally shocked himself. I mean, he was Time-traveling crystals. Doing it daily. And so. also, like, what he was doing was so... A lot of what he was doing was so crazy and experimental, like, at the time, that sure. I just feel like... It was crazy and experimental for now. Like, Yeah. He's just a, a weird, weird, probably alien. <laughs> he's one of those people who was just beyond their time. Like, Why did you say time crystals just da now? Da Vinci. I was just thinking of Napoleon Dynamite and electrocuting himself. Oh, okay. Gotta insert the time crystals. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You said dynamite, but I heard Bonaparte, and I was just like, I just dynamite I Bonaparte. I don't know what that is. <laughs> dynamite blown apart. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where's the thing, Josh? Where I can't is find it? it. I don't know. It's not. It's that a, was your time. It said it downloaded. Nope, it too late now. Too late now. You Hang missed on. your chance. The window to, is closed. I forgot to put in the crystals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that movie holds up, man. Does it? Oh, yeah. Okay. It has to. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time. <laughs> I'm just making claims about stuff. <laughs> Man, I was just thinking... That's all we do. Today, on the way over here, about certain things <laughs> that is. hold up, and I use that, that exact phrase, like, this holds up. And I was thinking, I like older country music. Like, that's the music that I still listen to today. Like, what do you mean when you say older? Like, it has to... Like, like mostly... Twitty. Merle Haggard Dude. and, like, stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, that stuff is definitely good. I mean, but I would include a lot of stuff from the 90s. Of course, that's when I grew up. Sure. So a lot of that stuff like I Alan like. Alan Jackson. Dude, yeah. Garth Brooks. I mean, geez. Everybody knows Garth Brooks. I don't, I don't Everybody. like country. 
That's fine. You don't have to like There's it. There's some really good country ones. I like, but yeah, but a lot of the older old school albums. I don't like the type stuff. Yes, and I feel like that stuff really does hold up. Like I don't. It does. It's like it's so simple. Like how, right? It, music that simple is like it's hard for it to like go out of style because like the, it's not leaning on like any gimmicks. I feel like. Yeah, I can see that. I but also, I, I, I think... I just now thought back, that up. I haven't put any thought into that, but like that's what I'm... I'm thinking of the people right from now. like the 70s who did a lot of country. And I'm like, yeah, those were the real country artists. I'm like, you know what? They weren't. They were in the 70s. There were no cowboys still in the 70s. I mean, yeah. they were country boys, but they weren't cowboys. So they probably had a little bit of pickup trucks and stupid stuff like that that they always yeah. sing about. That we've turned into a science. Their dogs, like, their trucks, we their could, beer. We could have a computer system write a country song now, just on certain buzzwords, you know. So Not a very complicated <clears throat> computer system either. It yeah. wouldn't have to be like a <laughs> Watson or whatever. Like, <laughs> it could be, I'm pretty sure Word could do it. It's a Mac from the 90s, maybe. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could program an Excel macro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay, so. Does anybody else have another another topic they want to jump on before we? Uh, nah, that's probably good no. right there. All right, guys. I see we call it. Well, we can do that, I suppose. Let me find the outro music. Hang on. Thanks for listening, folks. Wait, no, we will yet. see you next stop, time. That's not how it works. So, thanks for listening to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. Uh, please like and subscribe on iTunes or uh, Google Android Store. Um, holy crap! Sorry. A little bit louder than usual. Uh, yeah, leave us a five star comment or five sorry five star rating on iTunes. Leave us a comment on uh, Google and iTunes. I guess you can do both, uh, but that helps us aggregate better. So we've got some more podcasts coming your way soon. Yes, this one should be posted. Uh, well, it wasn't. You guys are listening to it, so it doesn't matter when it was posted. Nope. So we're, I'm trying to post from now on on uh, usually on between Sunday and Tuesday. It just depends on like what my schedule does, but I'm trying to be very regular within those, those times. Um, but yeah, we have some more episodes of other things coming out soon. So stay tuned for those. You guys have anything else you want to say? No. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, folks.